Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley and I have not talked in this hot second, so it's this is going to really be a catch-up show. It's We're a catch-up show. We've been busy. We're going to be yes. even busier. Uh, <laughs> as we were just talking about before we started recording, yeah. Grace is about to go to London in a couple weeks, which happy day of days. I have been famously, if you listen to the show, ever since we first talked about it, which I don't know if it was the show with me and you, I think it was, where we introduced the fact that My Neighbor Told Crow, the Ghibli film, is going to be Royal Shakespeare Company. They began their first, I think it was on the 10th, or maybe uh, two days ago, um, they had their first show at Royal Shakespeare Company for My Neighbor Told Crow, the the stage show. And I was like following, their hashtag is hashtag find the spirit and, or find your spirit, and And so if you're looking at that hashtag, half of them are Totoro-related things for the show, and then the other half are people drinking on the weekend. So Mm -hmm. you just have to Mm -hmm. kind of weed through some stuff, but everyone's talking about how magical it is because I am not building this up for myself. I genuinely think I'm going to love it. And um, yeah. I'm just thrilled. Every time somebody posts, I'm like, what does the merch look like? What's going on? You know, so <laughs> I'm thrilled. I'm like, okay, cool. There's there's a magnet. All right, I'll get a magnet. Like, I'm just like jonesing on any kind of um, post that anybody makes. So, yeah. I think you need to figure out how to combine uh, Totoro and the drinking on the weekends part and make that yeah. your entire London content. May's mocktail, something. I'll figure it mm-hmm. out. You know, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm drinking know. London fog just talking about it how cliche am i i don't care i don't care i'm cringe o'clock baby um i was about like no i was gonna use a segue speaking of cringe it's not cringe this is exciting no opposite of cringe in fact yeah, we've got um, a full casting announcement for Anne Juliet. We've been following the show since London. Um, they just announced they're closing on the West End, but never fear because you're going to see it on Broadway. Uh, you know, the same cast, um, similar cast was just featured in Toronto when they did their out of town. Well, starting for previews on October 28th, the full cast at the so- Stephen Sondheim Theater will include Brandon Antonio, Michael Yvonne Carrier, um, Nico de Jesus, uh, Nicholas Edwards, Virgil Gatson, Bob Pocket Horner, Juman Wang, uh, Megan Kane, who's making her Broadway debut. Guys, Beautiful. there are 15 Broadway debuts in this show. I'm so happy. Always the yeah. best news. Like, she's making – Lorna Courtney is the principal Juliet. She's making her Broadway principal debut. Tony Award winner Paulo Zott as Lance, Betsy Wolf, Anne Hathaway, which, yes, you're correct – that Anne Hathaway, but not that Anne Hathaway. Um, Tony Award nominee Stark Sands is reprising his role as Shakespeare, like he did in Toronto. And then Melanie um, LeBaire as the nurse is making her Broadway debut, but she originated the role in the West End. So this is like a lot happening. We're very excited about it. Philip Arroyo is making his Broadway debut as Francois. Um, but if you notice, like this is basically the same cast um, as Canada, but without Katie Garrity, who you might have just yeah. seen in Into the Woods. Um, I believe yeah, Megan I heard of it. is filling that uh, spot. So um, lots of Broadway debuts. We'd love to Getting see closer. it. Closer. Closer. Really like, there. If y'all remember, like, we talked about their performance on America's Got Talent. Like, they've been kind of, like, sprinkling out some of the hits. So we might see some more of those coming up because I would like to. Um, But, yeah, so (laughs) I know that this one – I have a feeling this is going to be Matt's favorite of the season. Oh, maybe. I mean, besides Into the Woods, obviously, since he's seeing it 17,000 times. And it's giving me a run for my money. Yeah, exactly. A new show. I haven't seen Uh, it. I'm excited. I know. What? You've seen it a couple times. 
Into the woods? Yeah. Are you delusional? Of course I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen it twice so far. So far. Yeah, I got to go back for Stephanie now. Yeah, you do. You actually do. It's a legal requirement. But I know that you are not just going into the woods, but you are going into a full rundown of the upcoming kind of like schedule. Can you get us into that? Absolutely can. Yeah, we have a lot going on this week, which again, this busy, busy fall season. And Matt talked about it and the intro of yesterday's show, but I kind of wanted to expand a bit more, especially since we got a lot of off-Broadway stuff coming too. Uh, talked about Death of a Salesman at the Hudson Theater, which opened yesterday, now two days from now, October 9th. Obviously, written by Arthur Miller, directed by Miranda Cromwell, starring Wendell Pierce, Sharon D. Clark. Talked about reviews for that yesterday, but now we are getting into today, October 11th, um, over at Classic Stage Company, the first preview of A Man of No Importance, which is written by Terrence McNally, lyrics by Lynn Aarons, music by Stephen Flaherty, the best, the best, the best. And that's Jim Parsons starring in that. Uh, Going to be an exciting one, I think. I'm looking forward to that. Um, over at Manhattan Theater Club's stage one, we have Where the Mountain Meets the Sea. That's their first preview today, October 11th. Uh, Jeff Augustine wrote that. Director Joshua Brody. October 12th, back over on Broadway, the first preview of what may be my favorite show of the season that's not Into the Woods, and that's Kimberly Akimbo, uh, written by Janine Tesori, of course, and David Lindsay Abair, director Jessica Stone, and starring Victoria Clark. Did you get to see this off-Broadway? I don't remember. I very much did. I yeah. very much got to see it. I was really eager about like what its future was. Yeah. Um, really, really good performances by Victoria Clark oh and actually goodness. the entire cast. But and Bonnie Milligan's not- supremacy. Yeah. Always. Jeez. Her and the daggum mailboxes can be its own show. That's Absolutely. all I'm saying. Oh my god, yes. Oh, number of the show, for sure. Um, over at Irish Rep, this is October 12th. Now the first preview of Chester Bailey, which is starring Reed and Ephraim Burney. We talked about it in the show before. October 13th, we got two Broadway things happening. One, the first preview of K-pop, which you and I are both looking forward to, Circle in the Square, written by Helen Park, Max Vernon, and Jason Lim, directed by Teddy Bergman. And then the opening of The Piano Lesson, which is probably... Uh, one of the most highly anticipated shows of the season, certainly. That's at the Ethel Barrymore, uh, opening on the 13th, starring Samuel L. Jackson, John David Washington, Danielle Brooks, May She Rain, and directed by Latanya Richardson Jackson. Um, also on the 13th, the first preview of Catch as Catch Can at Playwrights Horizons Peter J. Sharp Theater. That's written by Mia Chung. Then one more opening. It's Everything's Fine at the DR2 Theater. Um, that's. Yeah, this is a solo show directed by John Lithgow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and the way he's been talking about the show is really phenomenal. I'm really looking forward oh, yeah. to whenever I can see this because you know how I feel about solo shows. I know there's of another. There, there's just a lot coming up, and everything's fine has been one of the top of my list. So I just oh, want to shout that out. 
I haven't uh, seen much talk about it yet, including from John Lithgow, but I feel like I need to start diving in because I've been curious about it since it was announced, of course. Love John Lithgow. Um, maybe the gayest event of the season, and that is Melissa Etheridge off Broadway, My Window, A Journey Through Life and New World Stages, Stage 1, created by Melissa Etheridge, directed by Amy Tinkham. That opens on October 13th. I am seeing it this weekend because, of course, course i am yes yay wait what day (laughs) i think on sunday oh i'm at saturday night you'll have to tell me how it goes well of course it's gonna be the sapphic event of the year um (laughs) october 14th we have over at st anne's warehouse weathering heights first preview that's written by emma rice directed by emma rice um let me tell you about this weathering heights yeah please do same production that we recorded with Broadway Records at the National Theater. It's oh. really intense. It's insane. It's very cool. Um, this is kind of, this is huge that this is coming here, um, from, from the UK. So if you want to pregame and listen to some of the music, you can check out, um, some highlights from the album <laughs> online. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to plug it. I just need to say that, like, there have been some pieces that you could see a little bit of uh, the staging of it on their TikTok. But also, if you want to hear some of the music before you go see it, this is this is very exciting to me. I can't wait that's, to see this. In that's person. very exciting. After Definitely. having heard it for a year, I was gonna say um, you probably <laughs> yeah. know it inside and out at this point. But now you at least get to see it rather than just listening mm-hmm. to it. Exactly. And then finally, uh, the first preview on October 14th at Roundabout Theater Company's Laura Pell's Theater will be You Will Get Sick, which is written by Noah Diaz and directed by Sam Pinkleton, starring Linda Lavin, Danielle K. Isaac, Miranda Anderson, and more. It's probably not the complete list of shows because there's so many off-Broadway, let's be realistic, but a lot happening this coming week and and a lot to look forward to. Daniel K. Isaac is not doing like he just yeah, showed up with theater company. He was just in the Chinese Lady by Lloyd Sa. I mean, I Daniel K. is literally everywhere. Daniel K. And thank Isaac, goodness for that. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Big fan, big fan of his. Yeah. All right. So thank you for leading us through what's coming up this mm-hmm. just this week. By the way, just this week, like, a I'm lot to be excited about. Review of K-pop. So I'm eager to talk about that when yes. I can't talk about it until after it's opening, right. but tried to see it first preview. They did that great box office opening deal, which I so appreciate. I think it was because it was like 19 Broadway debuts, which is <laughs> yeah, huge. yeah, yeah, exactly. $19 um, and wish I could have gotten there on time, but I'm glad for <laughs> everyone who did because everyone needs to see the show. Yeah, so it's it's going to be really cool. I can't wait to talk about it. I'm getting a bubble tea before or after, <laughs> either way. Like I've got to celebrate the right way because like you're really corresponding your drinks with everything this episode. We've already talked about Totoro oh, yeah, and weekend drinking. We've got London fog and going to London, and now bubble tea and K-pop. I'm a lover of liquids. Yeah, notably, that's your bio. <laughs> lover of liquids, runner up in the Wallachon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's let's switch gears to the Donmar warehouse. They deserve it. Um, so they're celebrating their thirtieth season this summer. Um, so they've got summer twenty twenty three. They're doing Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie's Pulitzer Prize, Tony Award winning, and the show that everybody wants to revive on Broadway, Next to Normal. They also are including next season or new for this season, Lillian Hellman's Watch on the Rhine with. 
this being the first major London revival in over 40 years for that piece. So I'm really excited by that. And then a world premiere of Trouble in Buteau. So they've got a lot going on. Congrats, Damar. It kind of feels like they've been around longer than that. But also like more than 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. That's because there's 30 is not that old, though. No, it's not that old, as you and I (laughs) both know very well. Um, Yeah, I think because they're so ingrained into not just theater in London, but theater or theater in the UK, but theater here. Like, it's new. We've gotten so much work from them transfer. Also worth noting, next to normal is the UK premiere. It's not been over there before, which is also ridiculous. Yeah. Well. I wonder if they'll do accents. I mean, they'll certainly try. Just I'm like just, always just like we do whenever we get a UK show and we do the general. We do Lamez. We, we either do Lamez or Oliver. More, sir. Lisa. Um, so bad. I'm not an actor. <laughs> uh I guess this is some like sad news, which is so interesting because I was literally thinking about this as I was walking past really? one of these buses the other day. So the ride, if you're familiar, the big black bus, it says R- the ride and like big red letters. It's like this kind of moving um, tourist uh, uh, experience attraction mm-hmm. that's also has a lot of like theatrical ties. Well, it will finally it will close after 12 years and 30,000 performances God. again, like. This was like not only, uh, you know, a a tourism bus, but this was also a performance piece. Like they would have stage actors throughout the city. Um, So they gave a lot of performance opportunities to a lot of people. But unfortunately, it will close on October 16th. So if you're hearing this before then and you've never gotten to take the ride, you should do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they were – the press release they sent out cited – obviously covid as being the nail in the coffin for unfortunately but 12 years 30,414 performances is nothing to be upset over it's pretty cool it's it's pretty cool what is that from oh god i'm not sure I think it was SNL. Anyways, uh, um, mm, that's why this is our final, like, I guess, recommendations of things to be on the lookout for. Um, so the first one is that if you were deeply obsessed with the recent Jessica Chastain led film, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, you are Grace Aki. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> an audience of one here. Audience of one. However, the, uh, Tammy Faye is just in the zeitgeist, and so Always. much so that a yeah. new musical from Elton John, Jake Shears of the Scissor Sisters, yes, and James Graham um, are putting together this new musical directed by Almeida artistic director Rupert Gold. Uh, the cast includes drumroll plays in your hearts. It's Andrew it's Rannells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Reynolds as Jim Baker himself, Zubin Varla as Jerry Falwell. I, I couldn't tell if it was Jerry Falwell Sr. or Jerry Falwell. Um, but performances will run uh, Thursday, uh, October 13th through December 3rd. And Tammy Faye will herself will be played by Olivier Award winner Katie Braben. Yeah. And I, I really, somebody get me there. I got to see. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's an overlap. Ugh. But yeah, yeah I know. The, the event of the the season over there, I guess. We got rehearsal footage, finally. It's going to I just wonder if Andrew Reynolds DM'd Rupert and said, it me. And then <laughs> I'm your choice. Back and said, of course. Yeah. Like, I that's don't the way that works. Yeah. That's how auditioning works. That's, when you're Andrew Reynolds, maybe. 
I just feel like he kind of plays this character on um, Girls 5 Eva. Um, like I, I just, I don't know. Jim Baker is such a, it's such an interesting thing. I don't know. Maybe only Andrews are allowed to play. I was just about to say that. I feel like I've said it before. It's an Andrew only role. I can't wait yeah. to see. I guess the next one, the next will be Andrew Scott, maybe. And then oh I can't think of any other Andrews off the top of my head, but Andrews oh only. Andrews only allowed. Tammy Faye. Tammy yeah. Faye. Uh, the final recommendation is actually an incredibly good feel-good recommendation oh my God, uh, yes. that uh, you found today. So thank you for sending this. So Wendell Pierce gave this really gorgeous, touching tribute to his father at the curtain call of Beautiful. Death of a Salesman the other night. And there's a video that uh, we've uh, put in the show notes from Broadway World that it will get you. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but Absolutely. This, I don't want to like spoil it, but it's just no, no, really no. lovely. And I love when things are captured like this. Um, mm-hmm. You, I also loved the close-up of Brian Stokes Mitchell in the audience. Oh, yeah. Thank God <laughs> where for he's that. like, oh, my God, feeling this. So um, congratulations again on their opening night because uh, it's really special. And I can't wait to see this production. Excited to see it next weekend for me. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, coming soon for me as well. Good. So. Thank you all for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Know This Is Ashley. Thank you all so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.